This week on The Inches, I chat with Jack Tipton, Director of Partnership Sales for the Pittsburgh Penguins, chat a little bit about how the Pens tackle digital sponsorship. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of The Inches, a podcast that looks at sports sponsorship and how digital is shifting the way we look at uh, sports sponsorship assets and connecting with fans and brands. I'm your co-host Nick Lawson, uh, the co-founder of the Inches Podcast, as well as the owner of a company named Squad Sports that helps teams provide digital assets uh, to their fans and their sponsors to create a better relationship and connection in today's digital world. This week, really close, near and dear to my heart, uh, with Jack Tipton, um, who is the director of partnership sales for the Pittsburgh Penguins. I actually lived in Pittsburgh for a year and a half, attended the Alpha Lab um, uh, incubator there, accelerator in town, shout out to Alpha Lab, Jim and Aaron, Um, but a great sports city in a city that's really changing. Um, I saw it just in the year and a half I was there, but Pittsburgh is really shifting to a tech city, really shifting uh, toward innovation, um, you know, away from kind of its steel past, Um, but What's exciting is the Penguins are also taking that shift with the city. And it's amazing when a sports team is so embedded in the culture and into that sort of innovation culture of a city that they shift with it. The Penguins are definitely doing that uh, and have always been a very innovative hockey team. Um, So really excited for this chat. Make sure you listen all the way through. Jack, thanks so much for your insights and uh, the quick you know, Pittsburgh banter that we have back and forth, um, but really excited for this episode. Make sure you listen all the way through, and without further ado, here's Jack Tipton with the Pittsburgh Penguins. Well, I'm here with Jack Tipton, Director of Partnership Sales for the Pittsburgh Penguins, um, who just went through an amazing series, uh, in-state rivalry series with the Philadelphia Flyers, came out on top, but a lot of goals scored, really exciting series. I got to imagine for you, Jack, that was pretty fun to watch from an organization standpoint in you know in the city no doubt the the stanley cup playoffs are a unique experience to say the least i've been lucky enough uh to experience the past two seasons with the the pittsburgh penguins and there's truly nothing like playoff hockey and even more so playoff hockey live so being able to to have the games here in pittsburgh and be present and then uh get a chance to, to watch the games on TV in Philadelphia was uh, quite fun. It's quite stressful when you work for a team because everything is enhanced. Uh, and, but at the same time, uh, happy with the series results, but both teams certainly played with some heart <laughs> and some courage. And uh, it'll be interesting to see how the rest of the playoffs play out uh, for all the teams left standing. Yeah, definitely. And, the Capitals are no easy task. Next series, so not at be, all. That'll not be all. that'll be fun to watch. Um, well, yeah, I'd love to kind of dive in and, and get your story and and how you kind of got to the into sports into sponsorship as well as over to the Penguins organization. Yeah, my story is a little bit different. I uh, when I was uh, in college at Notre Dame, I realized being in a school with. Uh, sports and sports being a a part of the school and and playing sports growing up that I wanted to find a way to make sports a living. So um, at Notre Dame, tried to be involved as much as possible. Sports information department, uh, did some broadcasting for the student radio station, tried to figure out my way. Uh, I ended up because of my roommate at Notre Dame 
going to San Diego State for their very first sports MBA program. It was in the very first class there shortly out of school at Notre Dame and uh, went there in the hopes of, of getting a job in, in baseball. Uh, that was my first love and uh, wanted to find a way to, to break in. So went there, had a chance to intern at Major League Baseball uh, through the sports NBA program at San Diego State. So I ended up moving to New York City to do that. Uh, met some really interesting, talented folks in the department. I was in the labor relations department who have since gone to have incredible success uh, all across sports. Uh, but when I finished my internship, there was an opportunity for a job there and uh, I did not get it. And I was crushed. And I thought, what am I going to do now? Ended up finding a way to working with a startup mixed martial arts company. And and MMA has always been a passion of mine. Uh, Ended up selling sponsorship for this MMA company called the International Fight League. It was one of the best experiences of my life. uh, Literally learning how to sell sponsorship on the fly. And we did some really cool and incredible things there. The time uh, the recession hit near the end term of the company and the company ended up running out of money. And so I took a job with New York City and Company, which is basically the marketing wing of New York City, the city itself. Brilliant idea created by Mayor Michael Bloomberg. And uh, basically I was selling the opportunity to interact with New York City similar to what you would do if you work for the New York Yankees or the Los Angeles Lakers. But instead of your property being a professional sports team, it was actually New York City. Amazing opportunity. But six months in, there was a change in leadership at the Pittsburgh Pirates, which was my hometown Major League Baseball team. I grew up here in Pittsburgh. The new president was a, a gentleman by the name of Frank Coonley. Frank Coonley headed up our department that I was interning at Major League Baseball. So I had some connection to the Pittsburgh Pirates and I had always wanted to work for the hometown team. So an opening opened up shortly thereafter in their corporate partnerships department, decided to take the job, move back to Pittsburgh, started my career with the Pirates and was there for almost three years, got recruited by the University of Pittsburgh while I was at the Pirates uh, by the actual Pirates employee I replaced and never met, which was interesting. He convinced me to join the the University of Pittsburgh Athletic Department for IMG College selling sponsorships. And then I was there for almost three years and uh, then got the itch to get into tech. So I actually took a tech job from IMG College with a retail software company in in suburban Pittsburgh called First Insight. Incredible company, incredible software. And I had a really unique experience learning the, the tech world. Uh, the travel schedule became too much for me. I ended up pretty much living in the West Coast. And so with a discussion with my family, an opportunity came up uh, with the Penguins, and I decided to join the team in January of 2016. And I've been here since. But it was good timing. Uh, they had just made a coaching change, and that coach has since won two consecutive Stanley Cups. So either it's him or it's me. I can't figure it out, but it's, it's been a fun ride. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, that's that. I feel like that's the dream within sports uh, is to work for the hometown team. So it's amazing that opportunities kind of opened up for you to, to go back home uh, within Pittsburgh and kind of connect with them. Um, you know, 
Pittsburgh and we, you know, I lived in Pittsburgh for, um, about a year and a half, saw how this city really has changed in the last couple of years. Also saw the passion that, you know, the city has for its sports, particularly the Penguins. Um, how do you guys sort of utilize technology to really help tell that story of the city, of the fans and also the team as well? It's a great question. And and technology is very important to us. Uh, We're always evaluating what tech exists, succeeds, fails, and is on the horizon. And something that we try to do is evaluate technology in a way that does it enhance our brand? Does it enhance our fan experience? And does it create opportunities for partners? So, the example that, that jumps out to me is we were the very first professional sports team to actually develop a mobile app. And we did that in conjunction with a company called Yinscam. Yinscam since has really exploded in growth. I think they work with 150 or more professional sports teams across the globe creating apps. But the very first app that they created was the Pittsburgh Penguins. And within the app currently today, we're always trying to do unique, special, uh, cool things. And one of the things we came up with in in my specific department is creating a Pens Partner Perks option for somebody that downloads the Pittsburgh Penguins app. So if you download the app in the navigation page, pane, there's an opportunity to to click on this Pens Partner Perks section. And there are all these different partner offers that – we are sharing with the fans who download the app to basically support the partners that are supporting us. It's a, uh, a new way of trying to expand our technology within the app, leverage it with our partners and uh, ultimately see some ROI for them and then increase the, the fan experience. So it's, vi- it's been a fun exercise. We're on the verge of doing some really cool technological things that I can't speak about right now, but we're always pushing for that next big project, the next big venture. We want to be known as an innovative sports case. That's awesome. And, you know, I've, you know, being in Pittsburgh, you hear about Yinzcam for everybody who's not familiar with Pittsburgh. Uh, I believe it's a Yinzer or, or that's kind of describes yes, the correct. city, uh, <laughs> which, you know, it's, it's actually you all is, is Yinz, I believe. Am I still correct? On correct. That? Yes. You are correct. Yeah. First time somebody in Pittsburgh said that to me really threw me off. Um, but, you know, it's a great company. Again, they work with a ton of teams uh, and was out of Pittsburgh and, and the Penguins. The Penn's Points program, which is, I believe, the program you were talking about, um, yes. is that through Yinscam or is that with another partner kind of integrated within that app? It, it, it is actually through Yinscam. Okay, so awesome. uh, Yinscam works with us specifically on the, the Penn's Points program. Nice. And I got to imagine as you kind of go into those partnership meetings, you know, a loyalty program, all that, but the sort of technological connection is kind of the big piece there with their fans. Hey, I can get you in front of this uh, fan and create a great experience as well. Is that correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, the, you know, the move we see to within our fan base is, is people really consuming the Penguins through their mobile device, just like they consume pretty much everything else from a technology perspective. And so we're just trying to continue to find a way to engage our fans through their mobile device and ultimately connect them to our partners. So 
a lot of work to do, but we're getting there. Yeah, definitely. As, as all sports teams should, as you kind of said, everybody's on their phone. How do you kind of embrace that? Um, you know, looking sort of, and this is a question I love to ask, you know, technology is changing every day, new platforms, new ways to connect. Um, but really selling sponsors, uh, I got to imagine there's still a baseline. What really hasn't changed when you're talking with partners uh, on connecting with those fans, despite the changes in technology? Well, I think, you know, what hasn't changed, you know, despite the shift in tech, is that there always needs to be a baseline in every single partnership conversation of finding a way to really leverage and activate, in my opinion, the intellectual property involved with the organization that you're representing to receive that halo effect, so to speak, from that organization in order to motivate you know, the fans of that team or organization to engage with the partner brand. I just think that that's going to be a consistent theme, no matter how technology changes around the sports industry. And, you know, properties that have this dynamic product and the example being a professional sports team, let's use the Pittsburgh Penguins, for example. When I go to a game, I, I see such emotion from the fans. There's just no doubt about it that people literally pour their heart and soul into this team. You talk about people who go to a Jimmy Buffett concert, 15 different cities across the country or Bruce Springsteen. They have a band. That's their thing. With professional sports fans, their team is their thing. It's what they love. It's what they invest their emotion in. With that emotion comes opportunity for consideration. And with that consideration, you can change purchase preference or brand loyalty. So I think those experiences with that emotion can make an impact on those consumer brand decisions. It's important. And my example that I would always use is that there have been certainly plenty of studies and we've conducted our own showing a lift in product sales when you have team marks or intellectual property integrated into the product itself. And the best example, and I think the category does a tremendous job with this is the beer category and branding a beer can. Mm -hmm. uh, it's amazing what happens to purchase preference when you're looking to buy a case of beer and you're not necessarily 100% brand loyal, but you see the Penguins logo on the can and you're a diehard Penguins fan, you're likely going to change your purchase preference or move in that direction. And it increases sales. And ultimately, you know, that was, that's what partners are looking to do. They certainly want to align with the professional sports organization, but at the same time, they have a business object objective too. And specifically in the beer category is to sell more beer. And I think connecting with the emotion of the experience of the Pittsburgh Penguins and using an intellectual property to create that consumer brand decision is something that I think will not change despite technology constantly changing. Absolutely. No, it's that, that definite connection. And again, if you haven't, if you're listening, you haven't been to Pittsburgh, that city has that connection to sports. It was the first thing when I, when I flew in, uh, everybody wanted to talk about the sports teams. 
uh, in sort of their passion there. One thing that I love that you guys have put on is sort of the Pittsburgh is Home series. I watched a few episodes. Again, I only lived in Pittsburgh for a year and a half, but it, it, it made me want to go back for a visit. Um, you know, how, how does sort of content like that help you in front of partners and telling that team history and connecting with those fans? Well, for us, and so the the documentary that you're speaking of, we 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 completed it for our 50th anniversary. That was a, a giant uh, project of love uh, from our marketing department and our PR staff and our management team to tell the true story of the Pittsburgh Penguins over 50 years. And the thought process there is to create obviously incredibly engaging content. Uh, tell the true story, emphasis on true. There were highs and there were lows. But more importantly, indicate to our corporate partner portfolio and potential market that we're always looking to be innovative as an organization. We did not have uh, a partner integrated into the actual documentary itself. We did some partner activities with the actual showing of the documentary, but the idea behind doing something and undertaking a significant project like that is to illustrate to the business community, as well as our fans, that we want to be special as an organization. We want to be the best organization, not only in professional hockey, but professional sports and doing something different that not all teams do uh, certainly illustrates that. And it was incredibly successful and uh, I'm very proud of the work that our team has done on that documentary and it'll live on forever. I talked to Leo McCafferty, who's our senior director of digital marketing and really headed up that project. And I tell him there's people that come up to me literally, it seems like every week saying I saw the documentary. It was great. And uh, I, I love to share those compliments with that team because it was just a remarkable job being done by those guys, as well as, um, you know, indicating to the, the market and fan base at large that, uh, you know, we always want to be innovative. Yeah. It's, it's an amazing documentary. All the listeners, if you haven't checked it out, it's on Facebook and a few of the other platforms. Um, definitely check it out again. I'm not from Pittsburgh. I lived there for a year and a half, but it, it made me want to go back to the city and sort of relive that amazing, amazing job by, by you all on kind of telling that story and pushing that through and kind of within that, especially growing up in Pittsburgh, when I was there, there was a huge shift, uh, you know, to technology uh, in the city overall, building jobs through tech, you know, Google um, popping up there. Uh, you know, there's obviously the universities. How do you guys at the at the Penguins sort of really r rally around that change? And how has that kind of affected you all, um, you know, going forward within sponsorship or, as well as the team? It, it matters to us because you're absolutely right. The city is changing and it is becoming uh, more and more of a, a, a tech city. And uh, with that, you know, we need to, to be able to be flexible and adjust and, and be able to speak that tech language, you know, to the companies here in this, this specific region. And, and the example I would use is something that we recently announced. Uh, and it's a project between uh, our partner, Covestro, who is our official innovation partner uh, of the Pittsburgh Penguins and Carnegie Mellon, which is obviously a world-renowned university based here in Pittsburgh. And we developed a partnership in conjunction with both of those parties called Rethink the Rink. 
So it's really a first of its kind project. And the idea was to challenge Carnegie Mellon students to develop material solutions that enhance the game of hockey. It make it safer without necessarily compromising the performance of the game. So the, the first project, the first thought process within this partnership is to redesign the rink dasher boards and the glass. And so the dasher boards, uh, how can we make them softer? So an example would be craft uh, you know, hockeyville was supposed to be played at a smaller rink in Johnstown. Uh, I want to say in the preseason, but there was difficulty in getting the rink set up for play because the dasher boards were too stiff and could actually hurt the players because there wasn't enough give with the dasher board. So finding a way to make the game safer uh, and as well as enhance the, uh, you know, the game performance, if at all possible. So the cool thing is the students from Carnegie Mellon, they're going to be able to create intellectual property that will be available for Covestro to potentially mm -hmm. purchase and use. And it's an amazing partnership. I think the sky's the limit for something like this. And it ultimately will benefit hockey at all levels. But it's a real living, breathing example of how a very significant company in the Pittsburgh region, a significant university in the Pittsburgh region, as well as the Pittsburgh Penguins are working together to utilize technology, utilize the brain power of the, the college students here in this area to make the game of hockey, hockey safer. It's a really cool partnership and I'm excited to see where it goes. Yeah, that is amazing. I mean, my, my time in Pittsburgh was at Alpha Lab, an early accelerator. The community really embraced all the companies there. We moved from Portland, Oregon to there. But I mean, for you all as a team, I got to imagine, I mean, you, you're basically opening your doors to opportunities for things you haven't thought about from, you know, some of the smartest students in the country in that you guys are from that program, literally building innovation into your DNA with that piece. That's awesome. I didn't even know about that pro that project that you guys were putting out. Yeah, it's brand new. And again, it's something that you know, we, uh, we obviously uh, have a hockey team. Hockey is very important to us, but the city of Pittsburgh is very important to us. The game of hockey in a larger sense is really important to us. And being a true civic asset is really important to us. So providing an outlet for Carnegie Mellon students to uh, generate unique and creative, innovative ideas is a great thing. Having Covestro be able to support this incredible initiative is a great thing. And ultimately improving the game of hockey at large is a great thing. We need to utilize the unique resources we have in this city, whether it be the tech companies that are setting up shop, whether it be the universities that are here and consistently um, graduating top of the line uh, students. It's something that uh, we're constantly thinking about and, and, like you said, trying to weave innovation into our DNA. Yeah, definitely. Now on that subject, over the next five years, um, what technology really excites you in, in sponsorship, not in sponsorship for hockey, um, you know, looking forward with some of the, you know, VR, AR, whatever is kind of popping up. What are you most excited about uh, for the tech that's popping up? So I think for me, thinking about the next five years, I think the technology that really is going to succeed 
is all about the game experience. Tech that's all about the game experience for both fans and ultimately then creating opportunities for partners. So the game experience physically when you're in an arena or in a building or even on whatever screen that you're consuming, you know, the game and, and a specific example of tech that I'm intrigued by that I think will continue to grow or be discussed specifically in our world and our world being, you know, the national hockey league, the NHL pioneered a test run, so to speak in the world cup of hockey, which I think was in 2016 where they, implemented digital dasher board signage. So again, for the listeners, the dasher board boards are the boards actually surrounding the sheet of ice that the game is played on. And currently it's an incredibly television visible piece of, of partnership or sponsorship inventory. What the NHL did for this world cup event was digitally take ownership of those dasher boards. So the folks in the rink, saw the, the permanent physical dashboards, but folks actually consuming the game on a screen somewhere saw a digital dashboard that was one singular message that was able to be modified depending on how the game was going. So an example would be you would be able to potentially tag somebody in Twitter on the broadcast as the game is happening. Wow. There's just a lot of possibilities there that I think visually are very cool. We're not there yet as a league because I think there's a lot of factors on how to monetize that appropriately. But I mean, think about a brand putting a message on the digital dasher board saying, you know, we're the brand of, of comebacks. And even though the, the penguin two to one, they're going to make it happen and win this game. I mean, literally real time messaging in a very visible way within a, a TV broadcast is really cool. And then I saw something yesterday that I was blown away by. I think Kenny Smith on the inside the NBA crew physically was placed into the game. That was amazing. When analyzing the X and X's and O's. And I'm thinking to myself, how does that apply moving forward? So you have it from an analytics post game, pregame halftime show type of standpoint, but how does that work within the game itself for fans, obviously for partners, a lot of possibility there. The other technology piece that I see being uh, incredibly important and game changing for all professional sports is the potential legalization of sports betting. Mm -hmm. It's being discussed everywhere at nauseum by many states. I think there's a Supreme Court case, Supreme Court case pending if that happens, the technology implemented around that legalization of sports betting will be remarkable and also change the game experience as well. So those are the two pieces that I'm paying attention to. Obviously, there's going to be plenty of tech that will pop up, but anything that can enhance someone's experience in watching a hockey game, whether it be physically or on a screen, is you know, where I think the technology is a chance to, to really succeed. Yeah, definitely. I mean, all the things you spoke about, even the sports betting side brings you closer to the game. Right. Um, so Correct. that's, that's kind of what I've always thought about tech is how can we make the technology an extension of the gameplay 
to really kind of help that piece out. Um, so that's sort of amazing, amazing on that end. Um, awesome. Well, thanks so much, Jack, for your time. Really appreciate it. Um, you know, where can Penguins fans or any fans kind of check out what you guys are doing or, or any social channels you kind of want to shout out? Yeah, so for us, uh, I, I would say the best way to consume the Pittsburgh Penguins if you're not in the market is you know, our app. Um, our social channels are tremendous. Our, our team does a great job, and, uh, and obviously the website. But uh, we appreciate certainly all the support. We're always trying to be innovative and uh, appreciate the opportunity to, to spend some time with you here today uh, to d- discuss tech and sport and sponsorship. A lot of fun. Thank yep. you. Awesome. Well, thanks so much. Uh, good luck next series against the Capitals. I'm sure a lot of li- listeners will be watching. Hopefully not a lot of Capital fans on that side, but uh, good luck on the next next series for the team. Thank you so much. Amazing episode with Jack. Thanks so much for your time. What I really love there is uh, utilizing the universities, utilizing the students, utilizing uh, that innovation platform within the city, Um, not only to give them a better or or give students a chance to work with a team and get into sports, get them excited, bring in that great talent, but also coming up with some great, great, uh, you know, solutions to that. Um, So really having innovation baked in that. Uh, is is really key. I didn't even know about that program that Jack was mentioning, um, and I live there. So that's a great, great piece of it. The other piece was just uh, how we talked about uh, the storytelling video series. Definitely go check that out. Um, but creating emotion, creating something that's really going to pull fans in and, and, and make you a Pittsburgh Penguins fan if you're not, and if you are, remind you why you are. Um, bringing that grassroots piece through social video, through digital video is, is really amazing. So thanks so much, Jack, for your time. Uh, it was fun kind of chatting about the Pittsburgh scene. If you haven't made it out to Pittsburgh, go there, get there, uh, go chat with some people. Um, definitely Alpha Lab and Innovation Works, Jim, Aaron, and Kat, great people. Uh, make sure you go seek them out um, over there in the Berg. And that does it for this episode of The Inches. Thanks so much for listening, Jack. Thanks so much for your time. Um, and please, please, please keep sharing these episodes. Again, trying to sort of catalog as many stories, tactics, uh, ideas all together from around the industry so that we as an industry within sports sponsorship can really push those limits and uh, be able to implement some things making sports sponsorship really the premier advertising way to connect with fans as it always has been through tech. So that does it for this week's episode of The Inches. Tune in next week. We have a great, great uh, new soccer team uh, that's doing some innovative and a little bit crazy things. Um, So really excited for next week's episode. Uh, So definitely tune in then. But thanks so much for listening. And remember, keep pushing those limits of technology as well as sports sponsorship within your team and industry.